This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and welcome to Infinite Thinking. We left off the last episode wrapping up defining what finite thinking was. We're going to clean that up a little bit more, too, as we talk about what actually infinite thinking is. But remember, we left off that finite thinking as bookending whatever that you're doing. It's kind of stubborn, predetermined limitations based on the desire for control and simplicity. It's kind of inherent to people in general, or especially to our society today. Finite starts and ends and has defined rules. Everything happens within the box. There's a predetermined balance of winners and losers. It keeps everything fair. So simply said, the paradigm shift that Simon is talking about is that finite thinking is about scarcity and infinite thinking is about abundance. Scarcity means that there's a limited supply and if you don't get a piece today that you're going to miss out. It's fear-driven and selfishly oriented. If I don't buy Park Place this time around the Monopoly board, it won't be available next time I come around. There'll never be another one like it. Abundance means that there is more. And if you don't get a piece today, you'll have another opportunity in the future. I go around the board and I don't buy Park Place. Next time around, maybe that Park Place is purchased, but I can build a new Park Place. It's driven by will and hope and oriented towards community. So we've got fear-driven and selfishly oriented scarcity, which is finite. Then we've got will, hope, and community orientation, abundance, which is infinite. Finite thinking is easy because it's limiting. We, when we have to think beyond our ability to calculate, things become hard. Finite thinking limits the time, it limits the rules, it limits the players, it limits the outcome, it limits the complexity. Remember team of teams, complex versus complicated? Finite thinking is complicated. Infinite thinking is complex. So we like finite thinking. We have a natural draw to finite thinking. Do you know anyone who's frustrated with where they are in life today, where they are with their job, where they are with their family, where they are with their community, whatever it is. And they say that it's impossible to change the scenario. It's just not fair. The odds are stacked against them. They've bought into finite thinking. They think that there's nothing that they can do to change their situation. I don't have enough money. Since I don't have enough money, I can't move. I'm over, I'm, I'm over water. What do they call it? Underwater on my house. So I can't sell my house and move. My boss is horrible. The industry sucks. Whatever it is. I went to school for this and there's no jobs anymore for that. It's akin to always being a victim as if one thing happens and now you can't do anything else. You're a broken person. And that's not real. That's in your head. It's not, it's not how the world actually works. The reason why many people won't agree with Simon's concept of the infinite game. And we did three whole episodes on... Really just, you know, the first three things that came up when I Googled his work is that they've already been convinced that this is wasteful thinking. Somebody already put it in their head. This is wasteful thinking. Life is just hard and there's no way for it to be better. The system is rigged against us. It's systemic. We hear that all the time now. Somebody already smashed their will and hope. Somebody already took it away from them. Either they did it to themselves, a parent did it to them, a colleague did it to them, an influencer did it. Somebody planted an idea in their head that created an environment of fear and selfishness. I'll never have it. I'll never have an opportunity. 
In today's world, most of us will have to consciously choose to be optimistic, to look at the world as what it can be, not what somebody tells us it is, to strip away invisible barriers while others are screaming in discomfort. And what I mean by screaming in discomfort, when you start doing things that people think, remember, are reading between the lines of the rule book, they're not cheating, but they're not obviously stated. You will embarrass people. They're embarrassed by being shown up by you because they thought that they were the intelligent ones. They thought they were the ones with the common sense. So how can they be wrong? How can you be right? And the fact is, there's no rule in the rule book that says you can't do something a certain way quite often. There's just people who refuse to look between the lines. Business is a lot like a game. But unlike the games that we play in our free time for entertainment, it is a game that has no boundaries. There is no rule book to business. They write books about it. Rules of business and all that kind of stuff. You go to school for it, but there is no real rule book. There's best practices. There's theories. Every time a great business comes to be, it's because they broke them all. We need to stop acting like we know everything and like we have all the answers and we need to open ourselves up to possibility. And possibility doesn't live in finite land. I mentioned that infinite thinking is about abundance and that abundance is driven by will and hope and oriented towards community. Well, will is about doing. It's about getting off your ass and trying to make a difference. It's about the future. It's about choosing, and you have choice. Hope is about trust. It's about belief. It's about looking for something. Community is about more than one, more than me, more than I, more than you. It's about commonality. It's about heritage. And the only thing that can limit your will or your hope that there is a better way to do things is you personally. Nobody can limit your desire to try or your desire to believe that you can do something. You limit that. You allow it to happen. Even if somebody tells you over and over and over again, you can't do it, you're not good enough. You allow yourself to believe them. And it's because you're believing, you're looking at things from a finite perspective. The only thing holding your community back from something better, from being a place where young people want to come live again, from being a place where people are happy, from being a place that doesn't have as much violence or crime, selfish, finite thinkers. We're going to get into that as we get through this season. I think Simon makes the point that by adopting the infinite mindset, we can actually achieve things that really make a lasting difference. That we can align purpose with our work and find fulfillment. That we can change work from this chore, this horrible requirement of being an adult. I have to go to work. I want a four-day work week. I want a three-day work week. I want a six-hour work day, whatever it is. I hate my work. 
I don't find any fulfillment. And we can turn it into a calling, a reason, a purpose, a place in the world that matters. Something to actually be proud of. A stamp that we leave that proves that we were here.